Coop says it was great, you moron. Let's see. Uh, Coop says it's on iPhone and iPad, and also yeah, that he hates sure. us. Coop, uh, Coop says Doctor Who is on Netflix, and also he hates you. Coop is a uh, very mean-spirited. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game Informer Online Radio, episode seventeen. Hey, that's a that's a nifty radio voice you got there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and now we go to traffic and weather with Kyle. <laughs> ah, crap! I Wait. just dropped my PlayStation remote. <laughs> uh, he ruined it. It's going so slow. That was oh uh, well. <laughs> like none of us have ever ever uh, flubbed anything. Before Sean says, uh, tell the boss not to fire him. So uh, don't fire Sean for not being here tonight. Nope, he's fired. Okay. You're fired. <laughs> hey Sean, fired. you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. So this week is going to be a little different. Last week and the week before that, we did our E3 predictions and E3 or post E3 shows. Yeah, we actually had and... a format for once. <laughs> And this week we're throwing that all away. Yeah, we're going back to <laughs> back to just screwing around. Because uh, there hasn't been a ton of huge news this week, and uh, I'm sure most of you who listen are all kind of tired of E3 and a lot of gaming news at this point. Nah. We, I thought uh, everyone would like something a little different. Okay. We'll still probably be talking about gaming, but it won't be about gaming news as much as just just random crap in general. Just kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of just what the hell ever, I sure. suppose. We'll go with that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we do have a special guest this week, though. Yep. You Since, got. Uh, oh, sorry. You you introduce. You're the host. I'm just I'm just Will Riker. So. Oh, you want to go ahead? Go ahead. No, 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 no! I'm not stepping on the captain's toes here. I'm just, uh, you know. Well, fine. This is whatever. the whole podcast. <laughs> just Michael and Dave arguing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what we do. Which is probably why we haven't so, got picked up for a radio station yet or anything. But okay. <laughs> so I'm your host, Michael. With me this week is Dave. Uh, yeah, I'm still here. They are. Hey. And Sean couldn't make it. His uh, his new puppies have gone Godzilla on his neighborhood. So taking his place this week is our special guest, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kyle. Hey, good to be here. Good to be here. You know it is. Not really. <laughs> We're apologizing in advance right now. Not only is Kyle a GIO member, a long time, I guess a long time GIO member. You've been there for... About a yeah, year. Like, yeah, about a year. About a year. year and a half. He also uh, he also puts the shows on iTunes. So because of him, if you listen via iTunes, oh. you should thank him. You're the guy. Yes. See, I thought I always thought Coob did all that. You know. No, 
He, he doesn't ah, have cube doing work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I see. I see. Taking credit for other people's work, huh, Cube? When you listen to this, yeah, you know. So and so. Actually, to defend Cube, I don't think he ever took credit for that. I think it just may be you giving him wrong credit. Uh, that's that's very, very possible. <laughs> I'm doing pretty much everything in my power to make Cube quit this week. <laughs> so this is going to be a five to six hour podcast? Just keep doing uh, it. Sure. <laughs> it's seven o'clock now. We can podcast till ten o'clock. We are trying to go for that longest podcast ever record. I don't have to be at work until, you know, about twelve and a half hours from now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what have you guys been playing this week? Hmm. Well, I finally got uh, DC Universe Online up and running after literally... A 17 and a half hour download of who the hell knows what. Jeez. <laughs> 17 and a half hours. How big that, was it? That's PSN for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, I don't even remember how big it was. All I remember is that it took 17 and a half hours. <laughs> and uh, so, and it's actually I my first the- RPG, oh, not RPG, uh, MMO. So I'm, I'm, I got suckered into the whole world of uh, losing all social life whatsoever after years of avoiding EverQuest. And wow, I, I got I got suckered in with you know superheroes. Yeah, I, I saw suck. you playing that this week. You seem to like it a lot. Uh, you've been playing it a lot. How do you like it? Um, it's pretty uh, okay, I guess. A little repetitive. <laughs> That's all MMOs, really. Yeah, so I'm like, eh, well, I'll, I'll I'll play it again for a little while and then see what happens. So. Does that uh, does it have a subscription fee or is it free? Like, it's a fifteen dollar a month subscription fee. Although the first month is free, thank God, because that seventeen and a half hour download is just. Did you an extra day free for that? Yeah. So I'll give it a month, you know, and see what happens. Do, like, don't you get like extra time from that from like the PSN hack or whatever? I didn't yeah. buy it uh, until after everything came back online. So, oh, they'll uh, give you that if. Yeah. Well, that's kind of. Well, I guess that's kind of smart, really. Yeah. I was about yeah, to buy it if... while uh, Sony's thing was down, and I, I realized as I was walking to the counter at Best Buy, you know, I was like, "Oh yeah, Sony's broken." <laughs> <laughs> kind of a pointless purchase right now. So, so that's about it for me. Um, well, like a lot of people who own a PlayStation Three, I've been playing Infamous Two. I'm sorry. And, uh, why? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Infamous 2 is awesome. Ah, crap, I just found a tick on me. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's always pleasant. <laughs> you found a tick on you. <laughs> that's Mississippi, folks. <laughs> and summer. I hate summer. But, uh, yeah, Infamous 2 is it's pretty good. It's It fixes the problems that were in Infamous. It has a few of its own problems, like, and just uh, one of the bigger problems in Infamous One was the morality wasn't really that fantastic. Which that's been slightly improved, but I don't think it's been improved by much in this second one, honestly. Hey, how yeah. are the side quests? Because like, I like that was one of my big problems with the first Infamous. Like the side quests just kind of seem like the same thing over and over. Did, like, did oh, not these. That? The side quests are definitely much less repetitive in this one. 
that's yeah, good. Cause like, you do find the hidden package ones like maybe four or five times in the entire game, but yeah. it's not like the same four missions repeated over and over like it was in Infamous One. Because yeah. like that definitely made it hard for me to play Infamous because I tried to like hundred percent it, and then it's like, oh, the same mission twenty times. Ooh. Yeah, especially because uh, the more boring ones like the the surveillance or security or whatever it's called where you have to jump I up and... I hated that. I hated those. Yeah, those are terrible. Crap, I haven't even downloaded this one, it a much this better one yet. Job. You're already ruining it for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game, but it's not Dude, perfect. it's free right now. It's Oh, yeah. And it's free <laughs> right now. Yeah, free is... Yeah, that's why I got it, because it was free. <laughs> and because all you guys, you know, keep talking about it so much, so... Like... Do you think I would miss much if, like, I jumped into Infamous 2, like, ha- not yeah. having finished the first? Yeah. Oh, really? There, it, the story in Infamous 2 is kind of convoluted as is. So, if you just jump in straight from um, barely even not playing the first Infamous, you're going to be confused. Good to know. Good to know. Hmm. Especially because of the ending in Infamous 1, which I'm not going to spoil, but right. it's kind of a, a huge, like, twist ending. It was all a and dream. <laughs> not that kind of twist. And why is there a second one? <laughs> he fell asleep again. <laughs> directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> and uh, I've been playing... That's pretty much all I've been playing this week. A little bit of GTA 4, but not much. You know, just pretty much GTA 4 has been uh, palate cleanser or whatever for jumping around the city and then driving around the city. Yeah. Which, it sounds kind of dumbed down, but it's actually a pretty good combination. Uh, uh, Saints Row beats it. (laughs) Sorry to say. I mean, like, if you're sick of cars or something, then you could start playing Infamous 2 and just Run around, around the rooftops, and then when you're sick of like jumping around and stuff, you just get in a car and drive. Oh, really? Yeah, with playing GTA 4 and Infamous 2, you can't do that in Infamous 2. Oh, uh, my bad. And a car blows up if Cole gets in a car. <laughs> That's gotta suck. <laughs> Suicide bomber. <laughs> Man, he's. <laughs> That dude can't get... He can't even go out to drink anymore. You know, it's, he just has to find a bar. That's well, he doesn't really need a car, does he? If he, can, he doesn't need a like, car, but... Well, if he's trying to, like, take his lady friend out, like, is he going to, like, shock her up into the air? Like, he's, he's well, going to need a car. Yeah, Maybe a skateboard. Or do, like, Spider-Man carry her on, on his back? <laughs> like, couldn't he, like, kill her? Like, is he, like, shocking her while he's carrying her? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how his powers uh, work. <laughs> it seems like that would happen. Yeah. Well, that, but I don't know. You life. you can run up and you can run up to touch enemies in uh, Infamous too. Like if you just brush past them or something, it doesn't hurt them. Unless oh, you're right. standing in water. But hmm. yeah, I think it might be more of uh, maybe electric battery or something. I don't know. It must be- stink. Like We're thinking about it way more than Sucker Punch probably did. <laughs> yeah. Can he even drink water? He's got to be super dehydrated. I mean, I think he can. I'm not sure, but uh, there are some points in Infamous where 
uh, Zeke asked you like to come back for a, like, a drink or something. So, okay. you know, it's implied that he can, but he can't jump in water, so he apparently can't bathe. Man, <laughs> this dude's never getting a girlfriend. <laughs> He's got to find like some super girlfriend who can't smell anything. <laughs> That's her That's superpower. Uh, she yeah. can't smell. <laughs> it's great for some parts of Louisiana, though. <laughs> All of them? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, who wants to go next? Oh, uh, I, I guess I'll go. Um, go! Uh, I'm on my summer break, so I've been gaming a lot for like the past two weeks. So, uh, get ready for an earful. Uh, so Go for it. Uh, like a few hours before the show, I was uh, playing Demon Souls. Uh, I actually beat my fourth boss in that game, and I was a, uh, I was super proud of that. I didn't use a guidebook, so I was like, yay! But uh, I also got a uh, Dead Space two recently, and uh, that's re- that's really fun. Like it's an improvement, almost in like almost every aspect over the first game, except that uh, it doesn't seem as scary. Like the the scares seem kind of cheap. Like, the first game, like, I noticed it would use, like, the sound direction, like, like just everything, like, kind of together to scare you. But in uh, Dead Space 2, just kind of, it's like, oh, the lights are off. Be scared. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be scared because I can't see anything coming at me. Yeah, I remember, um, I still haven't beaten it yet, but I just remember, the, like, the first one or two levels in the game in Dead Space 2 was... You know, it had some good, you know, shock moments, some good jump out, yeah. you, you know, your seat moments. But after that, it was it was just uh, they just kind of didn't put that much effort into the the scary part, or at least the atmosphere. You know. Yeah, like they they seem to like just be making it difficult rather than scary. And I'm like, like it's a cool action game, but yeah, it doesn't. Um, anyway, uh, I also got Crisis Two. Uh, that's that's actually really cool, and the gameplay is really nice. But the story, it's just like. What? Like I, I have no idea what's happening. There's like I was fighting some soldiers and I was fighting some aliens and uh, I'm doing stuff now. Don't really know what, but it's cool. I think it says that verbatim on the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> you're fighting soldiers, then you're fighting ain't wait what? Aliens and stuff. <laughs> now that uh, might be on the back of Duke Nukem's box. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then uh, I also picked up uh. Darksiders and Red Faction Gorilla, and uh, I've really been enjoying Darksiders. Like I can see where it could get kind of repetitive, and I uh, haven't played much of Red Faction Gorilla, but that's pretty much it so far. Cool. Red Faction Gorilla is pretty good. Don't go for yeah. Red Faction Armageddon apparently, but Red Faction Gorilla, you don't play for the uh, shooting or story, you play for the explosions. Yeah, like the the first thirty minutes I played it, like. All I did was go around the town hammering people to death, and then uh, the first 20 hours I played it, all I got <laughs> was running around hammering buildings and stuff. Kind of sounds like me and Just Cause too. <laughs> yeah, so that's my week. Cool. Hi. Yeah. Um, I've been like Emery. I've been playing Infamous 2. I've actually beaten it. Um, but I can't really say anything about the ending. Yet, <laughs> you, you kids in all this time that you have to play games. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing. Uh, someone on my PSN friends list 
has actually platinum Infamous 2 already. Yeah, it was the other day, and he made it sound like that he went through a second playthrough in one day. Jeez. I haven't even finished downloading Infamous 1 yet. (laughs) (laughs) Infamous 2 is a fairly long game, too, so I don't know how he finished it in a day. Red Bull. (laughs) (laughs) It was just all a blur. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I wish I had that kind of time. Oh, well. Alright, so, uh... Anything else, JR, or...? Um, I mean, nothing else, really. I've been dabbling with the Sly Collection. I played all of the games, but I haven't gotten any, gotten that many trophies for the collection. Fair enough. I still need to go pick up the Sly Collection. I keep meaning to, and there's a lot of stuff I keep meaning to do, and I just never get around to doing it. (laughs) Things always happen that, you know, interfere with my plans, so I just roll with it. But... Yeah. So what what else we got going on, guys? I know we're kind of doing this one off the cuff tonight. Yep. So uh, Minecraft got uh, kind of got uh, knocked down for a few hours today, <laughs> from what I'm hearing. Wait, was it like the actual game, or was it just a website? You know. Uh, from what I hear, it's the login server. So, oh. Uh. So like, and you have to log in through their website to get into the yeah. game and all that stuff. So. Um, but it seemed like everything got running, like, back up to normal within, uh, a couple of hours, really. Like, it wasn't even a big, you know, it was almost unnoticeable. (laughs) Like, uh, like, do we know if that was, like, anonymous or, like, one of them? Well, uh, Lulsec is taking credit for it, and I don't know if that's, if they're claiming to be part of anonymous or of their own thing or whatever, but... I don't know. They seem to be just doing, just doing that, you know, quote unquote, for the lulls, which is basically just. Oh, to they're so people. clever. Yeah. So uh, I don't think there was any sort of, you know, statement behind the hacks or anything like that. Not, nothing like to get back at, you know, what Sony for, you know, uh, for going off on like, the hackers. Like, like I've did. actually been hearing like a lot about Lulsec, like a. Like, I live in Georgia, and even on the news, like, they actually had a thing about, like, Lulsec. Like, they hacked some businesses or something like that. So, like, hmm. oh, they seem pretty serious. <laughs> wow. I don't know. That's uh, nothing around where I'm, you know, in the New Orleans area where uh, is anything like that happened as far as Lulsec's getting any sort of publicity. But you'd think if they're taking credit for all this stuff that Twitter would have turned their, uh, you know, turned their information over to the feds or someone. By now, yeah, you know, but who knows? I mean, if they're going to be doing a whole bunch of illegal stuff and they're admitting to doing it, you know, why aren't people, you know, why aren't the feds targeting them? <laughs> you know, good point. That's like, it's like you, you have you have guys that are claiming to, you know, take responsibility for all this stuff. Question them. <laughs> you know, maybe it's actually the government. That's why they haven't been caught. It's, Dude, Obama's going know. after these PlayStation Network and everything. It's just, uh. Someone was another saying that. M. Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> <laughs> and they're allergic to water. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. These guys, 
I, I can understand, and I've said this a thousand times before, if you're going to hack something, hack something that's going to, I don't know, make you some money. <laughs> you know? Do that. If you, if you have the smarts to go in there and, you know, crack all this stuff open, crack open, like, Chase Bank and give yourself, like, a few, you know, thousand dollars. <laughs> that's just my, you know, that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I don't see the purpose of okay, maybe shutting down Wow or uh, you know something like that, something big, you know. But it was something that makes a buttload of money. Or but Minecraft really is it? Uh, <laughs> it's a little indie developer, you know. It's Notch. He's he's harmless. <laughs> well, I bet he's swimming in the money now. Like, oh yeah, now. <laughs> oh yeah. But it still seems like a pretty nice guy. Yeah. And he's all about, uh, you know, the players coming in, uh, you know, adding mods to his game. So it's like he's he's cool with all that. So. Uh, did you guys see the Todd Howard Notch interview? Have no, not watched no, it yet. Me neither. It's, it's pretty good. Cool. Um, it, it's pretty much just two developers having a conversation. And about love. developing techniques and stuff like that it's not as nerdy as it sounds and it's actually pretty interesting and uh not even like admits or Todd Howard uh well they both kind of agree that Microsoft they kind of imply that Microsoft just paid for like uh connect in the Xbox 360 Minecraft Mm. so uh Trying to use it to boost uh, Connect sales. Yeah, because Notch uh, said like Microsoft wants Connect and everything now, <laughs> and Todd Howard's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, I don't know. Like, I I could see Connect being used in like Skyrim or something. Cause, like first person like RPG thing. I don't know. Swing your sword maybe. Uh. Do that, or just control some inventory screens or something. Yeah. To where well, it's maybe. more efficient than your little goofy uh, Xbox 360 uh, D-pad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or maybe like an archery minigame or something like that. Something. There's ways to implement it you know, effectively into games, but I don't think it can be implemented as a uh, predominant feature into a major AAA title. Yeah. I say you have a dancing minigame in Mass Effect. You just go into the little club... You step on the dance floor and connect, makes your shepherd dance. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> yeah. He's just grinding up on Liara everywhere. <laughs> right now I have another image in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sleeping I, I, good tonight. <laughs> sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, um, no. I heard. I guess an interesting piece of news, like a, like I guess thirty minutes before the show started, but uh, like a uh, Phil Collar on his Twitter said uh, that like the main character in the the game XCOM, like oh, do yeah. you guys know that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, he said he was like a closeted homosexual in nineteen sixties. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Which I think that's that's something new that hasn't been done before, you know. Yeah, like as far as it I can seems. Re- I, I'll go ahead, my bad. 
I was going to say that's uh, that's just a new, I don't know, a new character in games that I don't think has really been done before. Yeah, like at least that's not as a main character. Yeah. Yeah, like it seems like they're kind of trying to push like the social commentary in games a little. I I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I mean it's a an interactive medium is perfect for you know something like that if you have you know something to say, not just you know. Yeah. Just like hey, he's gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't just say that he's gay to sell, you know, uh, yeah. you know, copies of the game. But I don't know if it were, I've been keeping my eye on XCOM, you know, since it was first announced, and it's it's looking pretty good, even if it's kind of looking similar, uh, familiar, you know. Yeah. So I want to. I'm just waiting to hear more about it, and that's certainly something, an aspect of it that I'd be interested in. You know, it's like okay, I can. I'll give that a shot. That could be an interesting storyline, you know. Yeah. So I also I also really like the the art style. That's like probably the main thing that drew me in at first. Like, like the art style looks really unique, and like that's like one of the main things I look for in a game. Just like it looks good, looks different. And like, oh, yeah. it sounds like XCOM could be awesome. I'm I have a gut feeling it's going to be it, it's worth keeping tabs on. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of art style. Uh, what do you guys think of the Darkness 2's art style? I haven't seen too much from it. Uh, it looks kind of borderlandsy. It's kind of cel shaded. Uh, it's kind of ironic with the name of the game, the Darkness. And <laughs> yeah. It's kind of colorful. Yeah. Yeah, like it looked. Yeah, it looked really colorful. I I think they do it because they want to push up the violence a little without making it too disturbing. Because, like, the opening scene is uh, you and, like, two girls sitting in a, at a dinner table. And, like, a like shot or something, like, comes through her head. Hey, hang on. I'm getting some, like, w- weird feedback for a second. Uh, sorry. Say that again? Somebody's adjusting their mic. Um, like, the opening scene has you sitting at a t- dinner table with two girls. And a bullet comes, like, through her the back of her head uh, all the way through. And... I think they're using the cell shaded art style to uh, to make that look a little less grotesque, I guess. Well, it's <laughs> it's it's perfect for a, a comic book game, you know. Yeah. So I could see where that could work, you know. And uh, but I just don't I don't I haven't seen anything as as far as the trailers from Darkness Two yet. So I'm gonna check it I, out. It just it just seems a little bit odd to me going from. I played the demo for The Darkness. I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of other people like it, but the style is kind of realistic. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like, it seemed a weird move, because, like, I, I also only played the demo, and, like, it seemed like it was trying to be really gritty and stuff, and, like, uh, I, like even though it's a comic book, like, I've seen a few pages of it, and, you know, the the art style is, like, it's it's pretty grounded in reality. Like, it's, it's comic-y, but it's still like very realistic. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're getting a little too colorful. But, I don't know. but uh, speaking of, I wonder if they're gonna pull a Borderlands and uh, and just completely re overhaul the graphics. But instead of making it more cel shaded, they just make it realistic. It's uh, it could happen. I mean, it's happened to Borderlands, so why not? I mean, it's definitely possible. Like honestly, I I liked. Uh, Borderlands earlier art style like 
I'm kind of with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm all for them going cartoony and unique, like, if they can do it right. But Borderlands, uh, I don't know, it looked kind of nasty in my opinion. Yeah. That's just me. I mean, it, it honestly just felt fair. Yeah, and yeah. A lot of it, like, a lot of what Borderlands was, it, it seems confused at what it was, to be honest, because you had the silly characters, and then... You had the Diablo-like loot, and you had the first-person shooter, and you had the RPG elements. Yeah. And then you had, like, the... You either had the really boring characters, or you had the really colorful characters. And... I, I think I, they kind of reinvented it at the wrong stage of development. Yeah. You know, they yeah. they kept yeah. some things from the previous, uh, you know, and then they added in some new things as they're trying to change. I think if, if they do a sequel... Which they probably will. Um, they'll have. I think they'll. I think they'll concise, go like. You know. I think they'll go all kind of zany. Cause didn't they do that with uh, the DLC? I didn't play the DLC. Yeah, same yeah. Me. Just the sound, like the the names of the DLC, sounds pretty zany to me. So I think if they make a Borderlands two, which uh, by the way, um. Gearbox head. Uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Duke Nukem. No, not that guy. Randy Pitchford. That guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, he actually said, you know, kind of hinted at Borderlands 2 on accident today, or not today. Uh, I saw that today. He did it at their community day. Mm-hmm. Um, he said. He was talking about like some modding tools for the PC community, and he said something like, "From here on out, every copy of Borderlands One will ship with that." Oh, with the modding kind tools? Of, yeah. What kind of modding tools? Like level editors and stuff like that, or? I think I'm not. I'm not completely sure. Hmm. I was more caught up because he said Borderlands One, implying that there's going to be another Borderlands. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I think it did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it 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 was kind of a sleeper hit. It so it came out of almost nowhere, but then sold a whole lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's it made enough money for uh, Randy Pitchford to pick up the rights to Duke Nukem. So. Lol. Yeah. So anyone anyone picking up Duke Nukem this week? Forever. Man, I'm uh, (laughs) I got I have it reserved. You know, I only put five bucks down on it, just in case something like this happened. It's uh, yeah. I'm, from what I'm hearing, I'm not hearing any sort of like glowing reviews of the game. So, you, a lot of people don't like it. I'm not sure if it's. I think it's just. I, I know I'm not even sure why I'm actually going. <laughs> it's a bad game, but. It it would have been cool back in the day. Yeah, when it was supposed to come out, but now it just feels old. Yeah, well, they're saying. I mean, I read uh, Reiner's review, and he says like the graphics look, you know, pretty on par with today's stuff. It's just, uh, but everyone else is saying it's like yeah, the gameplay itself is, you know, very oh four oh five. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of expected. Yeah. But the worst part is, I read. Uh, Charles Hanyet from IGN's review. Um, he 
he said that even some of the humor makes fun of like there's one point where uh, someone offers Duke a halo like a suit of armor mm-hmm. and, he, and he says like I don't need that but then Apparently he, he did. <laughs> well I mean he has stuff like regenerating health and two weapons and stuff that was taken from Halo. Oh. So, I mean, that's kind of the downfall of any kind of satire yeah. or parody. Is if you're par- if you're not better than what you're parodying, then what's the point? Well, not necessarily. It could have been done like a, you know, he doesn't need the Halo stuff, even though he's like, you know, stealing stuff straight from Halo. You know, it's be a joke on himself. Or yeah, that's kind of uh, another thing with satire too, like. When people uh, were talking about that uh, Matt Hazard game, Ugh. Uh, yeah, that game was bad. <laughs> uh, a lot of people were saying like they weren't sure if the gameplay mechanics were bad on purpose, <laughs> or no. I mean, well, that, that's definitely an ultimate excuse. Oh, it's satire. We did it on purpose. Yeah, that's Let's get it. That's a cop out, I think, because that game is just. It was really bad. Oh, really? Yeah, it was... I mean, it worked somewhat, but it was just boring. Basically, my uh, game development buddies over here, they used that game as a case study on how not to make a game. (laughs) (laughs) They they put that game in, it's like, okay, what did Matt Hazard do in in a situation like this? Okay, should we do it like that? Nope. We're doing everything Matt Hazard didn't do, you know. We're yeah, not like, going to do anything that Matt Hazard did do, I should say. I think a game that kind of pulled off that style really well uh, was Bullet Storm. Like, I, I heard someone mention that on Twitter, that, like, instead of getting Duke Nukem, get Bullet Storm, because it's, like, it's the same idea, but it's just pulled off a lot better. And, like, I, I really liked it, so... I still haven't gotten around to playing yeah. Bulletstorm yet. I played the demo, yeah, and I liked um, it. Bulletstorm is... It's funny, and it's fun. And, I mean... it kind of got over, It's kind of gotten overshadowed by Portal 2 and the other good games that came out. Yeah. But, plus, I mean, it's still a pretty good game. Like, plus, it, it didn't help that it had almost no replay value. Like, I, I'd got the game for the Gears of War 3 demo, and I beat it in the first week, I think, and then I'm like, what am I going to do with this game now? Like, it's three months till the Gears of War 3 beta, yeah. and I have a game I just paid $60 for and beat in a week. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's a rental. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, on, the only replay value is really the Horde mode-like uh, multiplayer. And yeah, even then, it's kind of boring. Yeah. yeah, like, my friend beat it, like, this, the day after it came out, and so he's like, well, that was fun. <laughs> I mean, it's a fun ride, but it's kind of short, and there's not much to go back to. I kind of felt the same way about the original Bioshock, actually. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I got it for 20 bucks, so I didn't regret it too much, but, yeah. like, I definitely noticed that. Yeah, I was like, okay, the story was okay, you know, it was fine, but it's like, I don't want to go back and replay it, <laughs> you know. Like, there's nothing that I missed. Right. And yet like, they made Bioshock 2. <laughs> that, that got swapped around to, like, what, five different dev teams? Something like that? Yeah, I think yeah. it was, like, four or five. That's not good. And it might as well have been Bioshock 1.1. 1. 1. Yeah. Is that... Ah, that game was disappointing. And, well, 
and from the GI cover story, it sounded like something really cool. Like well, the big sister, it sounded like she was going to be just a persistent enemy. Oh, and yeah. instead, she's just shoveled in as a new enemy type. Yeah. Well, that was and, back before, when they did the story, I remember, that was like still during like the first, it hadn't swapped hands yet as far as development. Yeah, because so. I, I definitely remember they mentioned that in the review. Like, I think it was Reiner who reviewed it, but uh, uh, they mentioned that like he couldn't understand why they would make the decision to make Big Sister just like, of like a bunch of different enemies instead instead of just like one recurring villain. Right. Like, I I agree with that. Kind of like in uh, was it Resident Evil two I think. No three. Three. Nemesis. Oh yeah, Nemesis. Yeah. But two had something like that too. Had the big uh, that big guy pop in every now and then. Wow. Like, second playthrough. I, I didn't play Resident Evil, so I watched the super replay, ah. and it was just uh, that liquor. I guess the liquor zombie. No, there was that's the, uh, only, that's the only one that's just scary throughout the game if you run past him because the guy that uh, the main enemy of the game pops in like when he's made and then pops in at the end. He doesn't pop in like every now and then. Yeah, I don't think so. That's a, that's actually it's a I, I like that gameplay mechanic. That's they should, they should use that in more games. I think that recurring enemy that just pops in. Oh yeah, to yeah. Give you yeah, I like that a lot. Preferably randomly. Too, you know, but yeah, you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. Zelda oh, kind of does that. Um, I'm trying to think of games that do that. Zelda uh, Dead, does that Dead, sometimes. Dead Space One did it. Like, uh, there was a regenerator necromorph, and like you'd see him a few times. There were like two of them, but like whenever he yeah. came, it was like. Oh, I heard of that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess not a lot of games actually do that. That's kind of sad because yeah. that's a that's a cool gameplay mechanic. Yeah, I mean you don't yeah, want to like, see it over and over, of course. But no. but I mean, uh, the, really, the only ones I can think of are uh, yeah, like you said, Resident Evil Three, uh, what should have been in Bio- Bioshock Two, and yeah. uh, when you're playing through on Resident Evil Two as the second character, like you beat it once with one character, then you have to go through with the other character. And they, oh, they didn't do that on Super Replay. Is that what is that what happened? I think so. I yeah. It might have been. You got me on the second playthrough. I don't know anything about that one. It's much so, harder. <laughs> you could be you could be straight lying through your teeth, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Well, my memory is kind of skewed, so I what I'm believing I'm saying is the truth. So, <laughs> hey, like, were the old Resident Evils actually scary? Because I've only played five, and I'm like, that wasn't that scary. At at the time, okay, when the first Resident Evil came out. It was me, my friend, and uh, my friend DJ, and his brother Seth. And Seth was—he's like, you know, ex-marine. We're all sitting here playing it together <laughs> in his, in his, uh, in their house, and we're just like, all three of us—we are so afraid to go to the, even go to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, we just want to move because at the time it was scary. You know, nowadays I look, you look back at it with all the technology, how it's advanced, and it's like, oh, really? <laughs> but. <laughs> At the context uh, uh, of 1996 or 97, whenever that was, it was, uh, you know, just imagine the jump from Super Nintendo to Resident Evil 1 graphics on the PlayStation 1, you know, and it was pretty frightening. Yeah, not to mention, uh, there's, um, it's the atmosphere and even the controls kind of do that. Yeah. Cause you got to spin around and then stop moving. Mm-hmm. And, and you gotta choose to either stop and shoot or. There's keep not running. much ammo. 
Hey. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Just letting you know, Coob's on. Oh, okay. Let's see. Let me punch in Coob here. Let's. Uh. Okay. And Coob. I sent him a call, so he should get in in a second. He won't talk, of course, but you know. Yeah. He'll chat. Which yeah. I can't see. Well, we'll have to translate for you. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, gameplay mechanics of the one pain in the ass enemy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I guess going off that Bioshock conversation earlier, like, are you guys looking forward to infin- uh, infinite Bioshock? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. That, it looks like a much better change of pace than Bioshock 2 was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... The, the, Rapture's cool. Rapture's a cool place, but it was okay the first time. I wasn't enthralled as many people were, and with Bioshock 2, I wasn't really excited to go back. Yeah. So I, I think Bioshock should have been, and of course they wouldn't have done it, but uh, Bioshock should have been just a one-off. It's like, boom, you're done. Yeah. Then yeah. go to, you know, uh, the next or one. Bioshock, uh, a Bioshock in Rapture, at least. You know, yeah. if Bioshock Infinite and come out after Bioshock. Yeah, that would have been perfectly fine. It, it has yeah. the Bioshock brand on it. It still would have sold. They didn't need to make but it. Still, it had, it's in a different place, and it's but and, but it has the same kind of atmosphere. Yeah, like the on, the only thing I've seen so far that I don't really like about it is like the little rails they have in the sky. Like I don't know if it's just like the trailers they've shown, but they seem to rely on that a lot. And I don't know. It, it seems like that would get annoying after a while. So I just. I, I hope they don't use that too much, but otherwise, I think it looks really cool. It looks cool. I noticed that they've been promising some things on there that I just, I'm not sure how feasible it would be. Like, each island or skyland or whatever you want to call it is, you know, floating independently of each other and can be, oh, yeah. has its own physics and can be toppled over and all that stuff. It's like, oh, it's, uh, I don't know, is that even, can you really even do that on a console? You know, with. <laughs> I mean, especially in a linear game. Yeah. Like, it's definitely probably scripted. Yeah, but I mean, it, the way they were making it, it sound, or they might have even said it, that it was, it could all be done just whenever if you have enough firepower. You know, that, that just seems like that would just alter the course of the game significantly. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe it has a whole bunch of different endings. Maybe there's one point where you can just get trapped in a whole bunch of buildings and you start to death. <laughs> that would be cool it's how like, the old uh, choose your own adventure books kind of <laughs> you know rewind about yeah. five minutes or so I don't know I'm looking forward to it and I think it'll be it'll be a solid game so yeah. Yeah. even if they don't promise everything that they say you know, I think it'll still be fun yeah. it, it'll have to be better than too human if you guys remember that ooh I remember it <laughs> yeah like, man, at the time, that was, like, my number one, like, most anticipated game. And I played Actually, the it, demo. It was, it was uh, um, really anticipated for a lot of people, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I played the demo, and, it, like, it blew me away, like, literally how, like, not that great it was. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> Is that on the back of the box? A quote on the back of the box? It blew me away <laughs> how not that great it was. Signed, Kyle. Because <laughs> I have so much influence in the industry, you know. We all do. <laughs> uh, yeah. You'll be seeing us on buses 
Yeah. That's Game right. Before. We are the next E3. <laughs> it's just us. <laughs> Not really. That'd be a short E3. <laughs> That'd be his <laughs> biggest give- E3 letdown. <laughs> More so than Connect. Actually, yeah, we're all unveiled. Guys. We're we're all unveiled as the next Nintendo console. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> completely organic and biodegradable. <laughs> Touch my buttons. <laughs> That's your box quote. Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna have to get that? Like, are you gonna have to get box quote tattooed on us? Uh. Wait, that means there might be like. Unless you buy only, unless we come individually, that means there's only one Nintendo console. Hmm. So, so you're throwing the marketing thing way, it, it's, you know, <laughs> one thing it's at a time. You're Nintendo, thinking too hard right now. It's going to be Nintendo uh, W-O-N-E. Nintendo one. 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 <laughs> you gotta share it. <laughs> so. So, um. Right. Yeah. Video, video games? You guys like video games? Who here likes video games? Oh, yeah, those things on the TV. <laughs> on yeah. The, yeah, it's like they, a TV show you can play. On the picture. The stuff box. you can play on the Atari and Nintendo thing? Yeah. <laughs> the Atari 2600. I actually still have my Atari. Still works, and it's not—it's not broken. Nope, it still works. I have an Atari 2600 and 7800 for all you retro games. Well, I, guess, I guess the older consoles are more reliable. Nowadays, you can't even keep a PS3, a brand new PS3, like alive for two years. <laughs> so, <laughs> my parents' old Atari 2600 still works. You plug it in and and you go, and that's yeah, all like, you do. There weren't like any games. <laughs> like my Game Boy Color, like my Nintendo 64, like. Those were working for, like, 10 years, but no, like, my PS3 and, like, my 360 broke in, like, the first year. Oh, yeah, I went through, like, three PS2s, I think, something like that, three or four. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, my PS2 broke, too. Oh, crap. Just read error, those days, yeah. <laughs> I've had, uh, I think, a couple PlayStation 2s break on me. Um, maybe a GameCube. And all my current gen consoles, except my PS3, because I haven't had it for too long, yeah. about a year and a half maybe. Uh, like I, but my Wii and 360 have both broken. Like I was really mad when my 360 broke, cause like I wasn't mad that it broke. Yeah, like I was, I was kind of pissed off, like you know, cause your system broke. You paid a lot for that. But yeah. I was mad that it didn't get red ringed. So I didn't get the extended warranty. So I actually had to pay a hundred dollars for them to fix it. I'm like, like, I'm regretting that it didn't red ring. (laughs) Yeah, mine red ringed, and mine's about due for another one soon. Oh yeah. Yeah, a lot of people make fun of the red ring of death, but in all truth, if uh, if you still have the three year warranty on it, the thing's a lifesaver. If your Xbox just breaks. Honestly, like. This year will be, like, my fourth year with my 360. Like, I know it's going down soon. Like, it's just a ticking time, bro. Yeah. I think I'm on... I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> I'm out of the warranty, my, I know that much. My 360 usually breaks about... It, it broke once a year. Oh, well. 
Jeez. for until last year. So I had I got it in two thousand six, I believe. Um, two thousand seven, I think it got red ringed. Two thousand eight, it like fell off a cabinet and broke the hard drive. Oh wow. Hmm. Um, two thousand nine, it red ringed. And last year, thank goodness it didn't red ring, but now I feel like I'm on borrowed time. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> any, any game I play, I'm just scared to death that it's just going to fizz out and start red ringing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I know I'm pretty sure that's going to red ring as soon as Mass Effect 3 comes out, too. <laughs> that would be horrible. That's actually <laughs> what happened to my friend uh, when Mass Effect 2 came out. Like, a. Uh, me like me and him are like huge Mass Effect fans and like we like we'd talk about it on like the bus on like way home from school for like the whole month before it came out and literally three days before Mass Effect two came out like he like he got on the bus and he was all solemn and stuff I'm like like what happened he's like my three sixty red ringed three <laughs> days before Mass Effect three or Mass Effect two <laughs> oh that sucks a lot. Yeah, yeah, that kind of happened to me with Left 4 Dead 2 in 2009. Uh, it wasn't right before it, but it was like in October, and I was super stoked for Left 4 Dead 2 uh, because me and my brother picked up Left 4 Dead 1 and we're playing that a whole bunch. And, uh, and of course, my brother's not much of a gamer, so he was pretty much just playing that, and he didn't even touch Left 4 Dead 2. Well, I won't get into that. But it red ring like a full month before Left 4 Dead 2 was supposed to come out. Ouch. Like, uh, yes. I guess. Hmm. Coop's freaking out <laughs> again. <laughs> he didn't realize we were Coop, already you, recording. Uh, you might want to, uh,. See a psychiatrist yeah. if you keep freaking out like this. Coop, you might want to try some <laughs> yoga or something. Uh, <laughs> he said, maybe "Shut up." Meditation. Michael. Shut up, Michael. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> Take some like St. John's Ward or something. You know, just some kind of <laughs> listen to some calming music. Maybe take a hot shower or something. Oh, go get one of those Pure Mood CDs with Inya on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Moby. Moby. <laughs> 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 Put on like a nature channel on TV. Watch some relaxing scenery. Yeah, or go watch some cat videos. Keyboard cat. <laughs> some cute little cat videos. Yeah, let keyboard cat play out your sorrows. Yeah. <laughs> no, Coop, I don't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But, so how long have we been going on? Uh, time is all just a, you know, it's not doesn't matter. I think <laughs> I think about an hour. <laughs> yeah, if I had to guess, about an hour, a little. Uh, I think we started around seven thirty, so we're about an all hour. Right. Okay, well maybe we'll go on about fifteen more minutes or so. Okay, you hear it that? It definitely Coop? won't be as long as last year or anything. Yeah, or last year. <laughs> last year. Won't be as long as a fictional podcast we never did last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have have any of you guys uh, like been look like uh, reading about the Walking Dead game? Like, no, I've heard of it, but I 
I haven't seen The Walking Dead or read it, so yeah. you know I'm interested in it, but probably not gonna play it, and might not end up watching uh, The Walking Dead anyways. Yeah, so. I, uh, I like zombies. Uh, I don't know, it, it got played out. <laughs> you know the whole zombie thing. But, like I, I thought it was too, but like uh, a few months ago, I on Amazon I'd like picked up like the first half of like the series so far on like the graphic novel. And uh, I read it, and it was shockingly good. Like, I just spent, like, the rest of that night reading, like, the whole thing. And uh, so, I don't know. I'm, pr- I'm pretty excited about it. Like, it's it's actually not so much about the zombies as it is about, like, the like people and how they react and change, like, because of the zombies. Yeah. So, like I'm, like, I'm kind of excited about it in that it's not just about, like, oh, killing zombies. Okay. Well, that's some- okay. I can see that. Something almost like uh, yeah. was it 28 days later or was it? I haven't or, seen that, but uh, okay. It was, it was more character driven than zombie yeah. driven. Yeah, it's know. more like human drama rather yeah. than zombie combat. Okay. One AMC, one AMC show. I think I might start watching is uh, The Killing with Eric Layden in it because after oh, uh, his, wor- his work in uh, Left 4 Dead 2 and Infamous 2. Oh, yeah. Remind me, see. remind me to call his publicist tomorrow. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, but after uh, after playing uh, Left 4 Dead 2 and in- Infamous 2, I, I want to see uh, just how good he is an actor in other stuff, too. He was Ellis in Left 4 Dead 2. That's enough for me. <laughs> like a... Uh, one one cable show I've been trying to watch is a uh, Game of Thrones, but like I can't find that anywhere on the internet. Cause like a, uh, I just I just bought like the first four books in the series, and I like I started reading them, and they're they're amazing. And like I really want to watch the show. I've heard it's really good, but HBO like they've got their shows on lockdown. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're getting their money. <laughs> they're going to get their money. So. Let's see. Uh, Coop says it's on HBO Go for iPhone and iPad, and also yeah, that he hates sure, us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have <laughs> to have like, or iPod. Sorry. iTunes. Um, one show that also isn't on the internet really is Doctor Who. Um, Clint from the Overblood Facebook group and Overcast is a. Uh, Overcast, our I guess brother sister podcast, <laughs> um, and Charlie are trying to talk me into watching it, and I I am interested in the show, but it's not on Hulu. It's uh, Coop says Doctor Who is on Netflix, and also he hates you. I don't. <laughs> I love you too, Coop. I don't have Netflix, and uh. I, he says I can, Clint says I can watch it on BBC America if I want to be con- really confused, but I don't want to be really confused. <laughs> so I think the next time I get a PlayStation Network card, I'll, I might buy it or rent it or whatever. Because I think you could buy like, he says to start off at the fifth season because it's actually the start of a new series. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. think... Next time I get a PlayStation Network card, I'll buy the first episode of Season 5. I barely have enough time to play games. I'm not going <laughs> to use up any of my precious time to 
for Doctor Who. Even though I like Doctor Who, don't get me wrong. I like scarves. But <laughs> Speaking of seasons, who watched uh, Red vs. Blue Season 9 premiere today? I didn't. Me, yeah, me neither. Was it good? Well, okay then. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was good, but it wasn't the best way to start off a brand new season. It's kind. It was kind of average. It felt like a show that we uh, episode you'd find in the middle of se- like season one, I guess. Hmm. But the, it was pretty funny though. There's a. Well, I guess I shouldn't spoil it. Coop says it was great. You moron. <laughs> of course he does. He's obsessed with the rooster teeth people. Coop is a uh, very mean spirited. He he's one hell of an editor, so <laughs> we can't lose him. Yeah. Sometimes you got to make that sacrifice. You got to weigh it. You know, it's like, eh, well, yeah, it's kind of yeah, but he's the only one who's willing to, you know. <laughs> uh. But I am I am excited for episode two of season nine. And by the way, I think the best episode of Red vs. Blue so far has been uh, Season 8, Episode 10. The one with a lot of CG in it, with the CG fight scenes. Have you guys seen that one? Nope. I haven't seen Red vs. Blue since like the first couple of handfuls of little shorts that they made. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it ever. Like I, I saw like the little short they did for Halo Reach before uh, it came out. It was pretty funny, but like I just don't have time to watch it. Yeah. Well, do yourself a favor and watch episode ten. It's pretty much nonstop a slapstick action, and it's hilarious. And it's all it's really cool if you like Halo Three because yeah. they take the multiplayer models, but it's all CG. So I mean, it looks like Halo, but it's it, it looks like, yeah, it looks like, it looks more like people are in a suit fighting than, you know, just okay, so they moments that were in. Things, sort of, I guess. Well, they probably did mocap it, yeah. yeah. I guess okay. I didn't think about that. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it's not Halo. <laughs> <laughs> are, are any of you guys getting a Ocarina of Time this Sunday? Oh, yes, I am. I have to get oh. a 3DS first. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. Like I was I was really happy after E3 because I'm like, whoa, I'm finally actually gonna get some use out of my 3ds. I'm yeah. I'm waiting for the uh, lighter, smaller, more compact version that they're inevitably going to release. Oh yeah, like, uh, I don't think there's gonna be a lighter and smaller version. Maybe not. I think that might fix stuff like the battery or something like that. But yeah. like, on, I don't honestly, think there's gonna be a huge overhaul. Like the the only reason I got one at launch is because uh, I honestly don't know why, but at my school and uh, I was in high school, like I was a senior, but uh, whenever a new Pokemon game comes out, like everybody is on that thing, like like seventeen, eighteen year old dudes are bringing in their DSs and playing the new Pokemon game in class, and then like I got all caught up and then I'm like, oh, I have to have Pokemon, so I bought a 3DS and I bought Pokemon, and then after that I was like, oh. I have nothing to do now. <laughs> I mean, the only really good games on the 3DS right now are uh, Pilot Wings, Street Fighter, and Ridge Racer. I, I like the new uh, Excite Bite thing from the store. Oh yeah, that free Excite Bite that is really cool. Yeah, I like, thought uh, it was just gonna be you know popped out sprites, but yeah. that thing is 3D. 
Yeah, like I it's actually, actually like, pretty shocking. <laughs> like it, like I thought it actually looked better in 3D than it did 2D. And like I like how like they actually like kind of uh, tweak the angle when you turn on the 3D. I I think it's really cool. Like kind of yeah. sold me on the and it looks pretty high resolution too. So yeah. I mean, it looks really good for especially for an NES game. God, I um, wish I wasn't poor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh some news out of E3 the, a couple weeks ago. If you uh, put your uh Ocarina of Time 3D uh Club Nintendo Club code into the Club Nintendo account, you get a free soundtrack. Oh so yeah, cool. I'm doing that. I am doing that. Me too. <laughs> uh, but it, it is like supplies, while supplies last. So I'm willing to bet that the thing sells out in like two days. Oh yeah, like as soon as I get getting home, the first thing I'm gonna do is like type in my little registration code. Just get going. Me Make too. Make sure you get yours. Of course, I'm sure it'll be available for sale, you know, at some point. Yeah, afterwards. probably. I yeah, want it maybe now. On, maybe maybe on eBay for like fifty dollars. Maybe um, possibly. But uh, speaking of which, did you guys hear kind of disappointing news that Zelda Four Swords for uh, the DSi? That was actually just the Game Boy version that they're porting to the DSi. Oh. So. Not the GameCube. I mean, Cube? And, 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 no. Mm. Better than nothing, yeah, I guess. Still, hey. I mean, it, it does make a lot more sense for a downloadable game. Yeah. But it's still a little bit disappointing that it's going to be just a short version. I was hoping it would be something like original Dungeons. Yeah, I was, I was hoping at least... Uh, I figured it would be like the GameCube version. But maybe when it'll... When does that come out again? September-ish. Again. Uh, yeah, I think it was around... I think it's some, September something teen, teen, I'd like to say. Not sure. I don't know. God, like, these holidays are full. I'm going to have to rob a bank just to, like, to get some games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want Skyrim. When Did they say when uh, Bioshock Infinite's coming out? Yeah, it's uh, coming out next year. 2012. Next year. Good. <laughs> I've never been happier for a game to come out later than, you know. Yeah, when I heard that, Ma- honestly, when I heard that Mass Effect 3 was delayed, I was like, good. Yeah, yeah I, I was happy. I was like, I have time to play stuff. <laughs> and I, I mean, I would, I would probably trade Mass Effect for something else if I could. But, yeah, it is good that you finally have time to play a lot of the games that are coming out this year. Because what, there's, starting in September, it's Resistance 3, mm-hmm. there's um, Saints Row 3. That's going to be That's in November, I think. Isn't it? That's November, October, September. It's one of the burrs. Something, yeah, something fall-related, I guess. Something fall-winter-related. Arkham City. Um, uh, yeah, Arkham City. Uh, there's Skyrim, Uncharted 3. There's... There's a... Bunch of things. I know it doesn't sound like it, but there's a ton of games coming out around then. <laughs> I mean, that's already five games. That's like 300 bucks right there. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah you you rich people can go get that. Right. <laughs> us common and folk, uncharted, us peasants. 
Uncharted 3's got a special edition. Oh, and okay. I I might buy that because I'm a sucker for stuff like that. So. Like, honestly, I'm just... I'm just trying to get like my priorities on like two two or three must have games that'll last me a while and then I'll have Mass Effect three to look forward to next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine are gonna be uh, Saints three and Skyrim, definitely. Probably gonna and do mine... dark dark oh go ahead. Oh yeah, you can go ahead. I... Oh uh, I'm probably gonna do Dark Souls and may maybe Gears of War three, maybe Skyrim. I don't know. I'm probably going to go with Skyrim and, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, definitely Skyrim. That's going to keep me pretty busy. A lot of these things I'm going to wait till Christmas to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah me I too. Mean, pretty much have oh, I to. I forgot about Christmas. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, well... Um... Well, we're about the hour mark right now, so uh, should we wrap it up soon, or? Uh, <laughs> Coop says end it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing before we go, going back to Arkham City, uh, I was just bored one day, and the voice actor who does Harley Quinn in that game, Tara Strong, is in every other thing ever like the female north (laughs) pretty much (laughs) she might be in more things than nolan north from her imdb page she was timmy turner in fairly odd parents oh i love that show she was kira in jack three and up she was talwin i think that's what her name and the downloadable ratchet and clank and in tools of destruction uh she was um X-23 in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. She was Ben Tennyson in Ben 10. She was... Uh, God, I need her agent. <laughs> she w- was Deal Pickles in all the Rugrat stuff. She was... Uh, let me think. She, she was, was Estelle Getty in the Golden Powerpuff. How does that work? <laughs> I, I <don't> know. <laughs> she was Bubbles in the Powerpuff Girls. She was she, Archie Bunker on All in the Family. <laughs> How does that work? I, I mean, I could see the Golden Girls thing. That could be like makeup or something. <laughs> <laughs> she was Sean Connery in the James Bond movies. <laughs> She wasn't even James Bond. She played Sean Connery playing James Bond. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good makeup back then. Very good makeup. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we should wrap the show up. It was John Wilkes Booth at the assassination of President Ken- uh, Lincoln. <laughs> Aw, too soon. <laughs> okay, well, uh... She was Eli Whitney who invented the cotton gin. So, it's not. <laughs> so the moral of this episode is Tara Strong is in a lot of things. For Coop's sake, I guess we should uh, shut her down, eh? Yep. All right. So Everybody say guys, goodbye. Everybody yeah. blame Sean if this episode sucks because yeah. he wasn't here. <laughs> or blame his puppies, I guess. Well, thanks for blame his me Godzilla on the show, puppies. Guys. 
Ah, Kyle, well, you're welcome being anytime on. you want to come back because we're always losing Sean for some reason or another. <laughs> it was definitely an interesting get... episode. Yeah. One of these days uh, we'll have one with topics <laughs> and news. So probably next week if I'm not lazy. And there's not a if there's not another E3 next week. Hmm. Who knows? They spring up all over the place. Week? There's an epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sh- shall we end this so Koob can, uh, you know, have some peace in his soul? We shall. Okay. Uh, wait, uh, wait, uh, hold on one okay. second. I just wanted to point one thing out. <laughs> we did this episode so Sean could be on it because he's moving on Friday. Oh. We did this on Tuesday so Sean could be on it. <laughs> and then, uh, Sean. <laughs> Sean, Sean, Sean. He's cheating on you guys with other podcasts. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. He's over there on Overcast right now laughing it up with them. They're just laughing at you guys like, <laughs> Game Informer Online Radio. <laughs> they, they could do that without Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Aw. They're hipsters. <laughs> They're cooler than us. They're not mainstream. No. They're so underground. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Let's end this. Good. Of Game Informer Online Radio. Yes. Drive See fast. See you next week. And take chances.